Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Positive Property Show. We've got the lovely Nadine joining us today. Yes, all the way from Adelaide. Are you missing us yet, Christina? Really all the way? Or is that where most <laughs> most people already live there? So yeah. why should we be saying all the way from Bali <laughs> I'm joining? I mean, at least Adelaide is in Australia. This is true. This is true. How amazing is that? with the beauty of technology that, you know, Nadine's in Adelaide, I'm in Bali, wherever you are in Australia, type in the chat, let us know, where are you streaming in from? Because I'd like to know, you know, maybe it's Perth, Tasmania, Queensland, Sydney, Melbourne, wherever it is, we love to know. Uh, and type in the chat. And also don't forget to type in hashtag replay if you're catching up on the replay, as a lot of people do catch up on the replay. So it's good to let us know and then we can get a bit of a gauge, you know, who's watching live slash who's the replay and then we know what state you're coming from as well. So we've got a very exciting night for you all and we're going to be talking about how to get a property and use your equity. So yeah. how do we do that, Nadine? I mean, <laughs> you're the, the finance guru. How to use your home equity to not only get a property but to retire early. So you're yeah. using equity that's sitting in your home. It's pretty much doing nothing. How can you use that to actually retire early, get ahead in life and create that financial freedom? Yeah, well, you're right in the guest saying that equity is just kind of sitting there and doing nothing. And so if you've got the capabilities to tap into it, why not? And why not use it and make it work for you? And I guess the best way to do that to retire early is to grow your portfolio, property portfolio get your passive income and the best way to do that is leveraging your equity using that as your deposits and stamp duty then to move forward with the next purchase and just replicating that time and time again. Yeah absolutely and what I love about property is the fact that you can do this whereas you look at other investments uh, and a lot of other investments like so for example if you're looking at buying shares or bitcoin or whatever and you want to buy $500,000 worth how much do you need? Yeah. Exactly. 500,000, the whole yeah. lot. If yeah. you're buying a $500,000 property, how much do you need? Yeah, you only need, well, you're using your equity, right? So don't have to do too much. You don't have to fork out cash out of your bank pocket, do you? Correct, 20% as well. That's all you need. So you don't have to tip in the whole amount to buy that asset, whereas uh, other investments you know, you, you do. So also when you look at what the bank will use as security against things, they won't use Bitcoin or NFTs as a security yeah. to use property because they Absolutely. know how safe property is and the fact that it keeps going up. So it's a good opportunity if you've got like an asset there, you've got equity, it's going to just not really do much for you unless you get it out there and get it working. That's right. That's right. And how often can you leverage assets to get a, you know, a further tax deduction as well? I mean, leveraging ex equity is further tax deductions. It's an investment loan. So you can claim it and then keep moving forward and keep buying more properties. Oh, 100%. Yep. Yeah. It's not the only tax deduction that comes into the equation when you're investing in property. Uh, there's a lot of different ways you can get tax benefits. And one of them is using our strategy and we use brand new properties, which then you can get your depreciation on as well. So you can get back and um, legally lower your tax every single year 
yeah. through that depreciation schedule. Yeah. And who doesn't want less tax, right? I mean, who wants to pay more <laughs> tax? Not me. <laughs> and who doesn't want tax deductions? You'd have to be crazy. Exactly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. As Kerry Packer said, he's like the famous line uh, that he said to the High Court, you know, if you're paying full tax or if you don't find ways to minimise your tax in this country, you want to get your head red. And by in this country, I mean Australia. (laughs) Just to clarify. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So it's interesting looking Mm -hmm. at equity and a lot of people, I think there's a lot of taboo when it comes to equity and some people have a lot of fear wrapped up and associated Mm. around touching their equity. Uh, And some of the main reasons I see is because they just simply don't understand that it's an asset there that you can use to your advantage. Uh, Some of the biggest concerns I I hear and I see from people are, I I don't want to touch my family home. I don't want to lose my family home. And verbatim those words like, I don't want to lose my family home. And I'm going, where's it going? (laughs) <laughs> is your house going somewhere how are you, it's like not it's not a dog you can't lose it <laughs> yeah that's it and I think the other thing too is obviously equity is debt you know and I think the old school mindset was debt's a bad thing and debt's a scary thing but you know to, to get ahead we have to take on debt it's how we get those deductions you know if we do interest only loans that debt is a full tax deduction if it's an interest only we can claim the whole repayment as a tax deduction straight up so, you know, it's changing the mindset too, I think, and people get worried about using equity because it's going to cre- create debt positions, but mm. they're good debt. You know, debt's not a bad thing like everybody uh, once thought it was as well. Oh, 100%. And understanding that if you're taking on debt to get assets that go up in value and make you more money, that's a good thing. That's how you leverage. That's how you get ahead in life versus debt that you're taking on such as a car or whatever a car loan Mm. that's an asset that's going to go down in value and be worth less every year they're two very different things that you have to understand and that's where the assets and liabilities understanding of that comes into the equation yeah Absolutely. What do they say? To spend money, make money? Is that the saying they say? Well, to make money, you've got to spend money. <laughs> or in our case, to, make money. <laughs> to make money, yep, use your equity. Spend it. If it's your own equity as well, uh, yeah. you're only holding back yourself from your future potential if you're not using that asset to the best of its ability. And obviously, look, everyone's got an individual financial situation. By no means is this financial advice. I'm just telling you what I would do with my own properties. And I'm currently in the process of refinancing all my investment properties. (laughs) And guess what I'm doing? (laughs) Pulling out the equity because I'm going to leverage the hell out of my properties and just buy more, buy as many as I can. Absolutely. You know, while you can, you'd be silly not to. And it's like you say, equity's dead money otherwise. It's just kind of sitting there doing nothing. So you might as well leverage it and um, use it to build that portfolio. So then we can all retire early and have that passive income. Cha-ching. That's it. Cha-ching, cha-ching. <laughs> retire early. And when we say retire, like that looks different for every single person. It's Absolutely. not going to be retire and, you know, go sit in a rocking chair or, you know, go do nothing, <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> retire might be, you know, go down and 
just do less hours. You might enjoy what you do for work. It doesn't mean stopping work altogether. It might look like taking on passions in life. Whatever you haven't had the current time or the money to be able to do in your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think I'd always still work. I don't know if I could ever truly stop working. I just love it too much. (laughs) (laughs) That's great because if you love what you do, and this is like the cliche saying, obviously, like you'll never work a day in your life, but I disagree with that saying. I'm going to be controversial here. (laughs) I disagree because some days it feels like work. (laughs) Oh, some days it does. (laughs) even though I'm in the same boat like I love what I do but yet some days it does feel like work but most of the days it doesn't it's like the 80 20 rule where if 80 percent of your days feel like you know you're doing something fun something that energizes you something that gives you a purpose and you just have fun doing it that's where you want to be and that's what we mean by retire it's find whatever your life purpose is fulfill whatever dreams you have and have the time and the money to have that lifestyle and just do more fun things you know spend that time with friends and family whatever that looks like everyone's different take your dog for more walks on the beach (laughs) run away to bali (laughs) that's right yep yep i'll be doing both hopefully walking my dog more and obviously here i am in bali so (laughs) beautiful so any questions around how to leverage your equity or what's involved when it comes to equity from your properties. Uh, We're going to be going into our private group very shortly and doing some real examples and some demos and getting down to the nitty gritty of what releasing that equity looks like, setting it up in the right offset accounts so you can really leverage that and go to the next level with it. Yeah, so we've got a little question here. Can you explain when the equity is used, it increases the repayments? How is that a good thing in addition to then having to add more payments into the investment property? That's a great question there, Drew. Thank you. Yeah, good question. So in a perfect world, ideally the equity release you would do would be covered by the rental income that you then get from the property that you're purchasing. So you would have, let's say, $100,000 equity line you're using as your 20% deposit. Plus, you'd have potentially a three or $400,000 loan you do when you purchase your property. Ideally, the rent covers both of those loans uh, on that property that you're purchasing. But, but so not only the rent, also the tax correct deductions as well that you're going to get back. Got to do your, your tax variation forms, get them in. Correct. And even with the high interest rates right now, we are still seeing some properties that are you know neutral or even just mm. slightly positive. But let's say, for example, that even if you had to tip in a little bit for those holding costs, is it going to be worth it when that investment property makes you a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, a million dollars? Like, yeah. hello, you're not going to make that money saving, saving in the bank and putting your money in the bank is yeah. not going to get you there. Absolutely. And even if you have to cover a shortfall of, let's say, for example, you know, $50 a month, you know, that's a short price to pay when you get a big tax deduction, a nice healthy tax return at the end of the financial year as well. 100%. And a high growth investment that keeps going up, the rent keeps going up every single year. Absolutely. It's a no brainer. 
Um, would you refinance a property several times or only once? It depends on your strategy, to be honest, and what you're looking to achieve. You wouldn't go ahead and continue to refinance it unnecessarily. But if you're working on building your structure and your strategy and your portfolio, then yeah, you would look to refinance it as many times as you needed to, to either tap into the equity or to get yourself some better rates and better cash flow. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, cool. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Well, I know it's only a short and sweet session that we do now in these Facebook lives, but <laughs> that's okay. Uh, I feel like, like I avoided the firing squad. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like we had some really uh, nice gritty questions that we mm. can still get stuck into and answer those questions for everyone because the reason we do this, uh, apart from loving what we do, obviously, it's sharing the knowledge, sharing the love. And just helping you guys get educated and understand totally. how money works and, and how to make more money in your lives. The other thing I think is worth noting, Christina, is that it's a strategy I've been implementing quite a bit with clients about releasing a little buffer of equity to do property purchasing in your own name, but also to contribute into your super funds and to help boost your super fund balance as well so you can purchase more or just one inside your super fund and also by doing a contribution yourself then you get a great tax benefit by doing that as well so that's another way you can look to leverage your equity or to use part of it um, to get I a good it. tax benefit fill the super fund and buy more property in the super fund so you can get your 10 in 10 years beautiful and bring on those tax deductions <laughs> oh, we love them don't we the love more tax it, deductions it. the better <laughs> oh 100 Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for tonight's session. Uh, we will be seeing our members in our private group. So if you're currently watching us through the live, jump on over, join us in the private group session there. We'll see you all very soon. Enjoy yeah. your night. Thank you. See you next time. Bye. Bye, -bye.